0: Hello, I'm Gary Fogle, welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. Cotton Nash passed away recently, and today we'll revisit a conversation I had with him just a little more than a year ago.
1: At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson. We have all
0: Charles Cotton Nash passed away a couple of weeks ago. Back in the early to mid 60s, he was a three time basketball All American at the University of Kentucky. He was born in New Jersey and lived there up until his elementary school days. And then at that time, he moved to Jeffersonville, Indiana, which is just across the river from Louisville. And that's where he really developed as an athlete. We'll get to his basketball playing days a little later. But first, let's talk about his playing of sports as a youth and how he got his nickname Cotton. Here's a conversation I had with him just a little more than a year ago when he was feeling very healthy at that time.
2: So I'm curious, who's the first person to ever
3: call you cotton? The uh, Jeffersonville, Indiana, at the time was a small town, and the uh, it was very small actually, <laughs> and the, the sports writers didn't have a whole lot of to cover, and they actually covered the little league games there, and they would print the box scores and have write ups on little league games there, and I played in the in the Jeffersonville Little League system, and uh, my hair was almost white then, being blonde. And they just gave me the nickname (laughs) when they wrote up uh, the games. Kentucky fans
2: obviously remember you most in basketball, but was that your best sport?
3: No, my best sport was baseball. And uh, I always had the affinity for baseball all along. I grew up in... New Jersey, there in the shadow of the Umpire State Building, and all our heroes played for the Yankees, the Dodgers, and the Giants at the time that were right across the river. So we just played baseball in New Jersey, and we didn't know what the basketball was. And I didn't either until I moved to Indiana, and then all of a sudden, uh, they they said, "Hey, basketball is the only sport down here, so we better <laughs> start playing." <laughs>
0: so he had no Kentucky ties. And when he was being recruited for college basketball, that meant he wasn't necessarily a lock for UK.
3: Uh, UCLA recruited me the hardest. They had me, in those days you could take unlimited visits, they had me out there just about any time I wanted to visit. I was out there two or three times, and uh, some other schools recruited me real hard. And by the time uh, the recruiting season was over, which was, uh, in my case, it was pretty late in the summer after my senior year in high school. And uh, I was enjoying these visits. I was going on visits every weekend to various schools, flying out and flying back, spending the weekend at at schools, being uh, shown around the campuses and showing a good time. And finally, it got to be in August, and my father said, hey, uh, maybe it's about time you decided where you want to go. (laughs) <laughs> school starts in another month. So uh, my decision boiled down to uh, about where I wanted to play, and I, w- I wanted to play in the SEC. And at that time, uh, if you wanted to play basketball, premier school, of course, was Kentucky. So that's how I made that decision.
0: Although I wonder if he ever looks back and thinks about the fact that his senior year of college was the year John Wooden won his first of 10 NCAA titles at UCLA. So had he gone there, he would have been on a national championship team. He never won a national championship while at Kentucky. During his U.K. basketball career, he, of course, played for the legendary off Rupp. As you know from Rupp's reputation, he could sometimes be difficult, a little hard on his players. I talked to Cotton Nash about that.
2: Was... Rupp hard to play for because he was tough on you
3: or how did that work for you for me no i I enjoyed his regulations and efficiencies but uh, we played a loose brand of basketball and uh, he let us do he let us be uh, be ourselves out there on the court he he wasn't he wasn't one to get off the bench during the game as you'd see a lot of these coaches do today and try to direct traffic on every play (coughs) he let us play because he had prepared us well in practice. We had each person had their own moves, and if we wanted to make one, we could do it, and he was fine with that. So we had, uh, I had joined playing for him.
0: And when he graduated there in 1964, he was the all-time leading scorer in men's basketball. Of course, he has since been passed, but he still ranks number nine on the all-time scoring list and ranks number five all-time in rebounds. He was second-team All-American his sophomore and junior years. Remember back when he played, you couldn't play varsity basketball as a freshman. You could only practice. So he only had three years of varsity eligibility. And as I said, second-team All-American his sophomore and junior years, and first-team All-American his senior year. Not only was he a three-time All-American for Adolph Rupp in basketball, but he was a great baseball player at UK. As a matter of fact, let's back up a little bit. In high school, he played five sports, football, basketball, baseball, track, and swimming. In college at UK, he cut it down to just three. (laughs) He was basketball, baseball, and track. And then even after that, he was a multi-sport athlete as a professional, as we discussed a little more than a year ago
2: you played both professional basketball and professional baseball. I think you're one of only 13 people to ever do that, playing Major League Baseball and in the NBA. Uh, that's pretty
3: elite company. Yeah, I think so. In those days, you could do it because the seasons didn't overlap that much. But in today's day and times, you can't do it anymore because of the overlap. is too too great in both seasons. Was that difficult for
2: you, though, even though they did overlap? I mean you're pretty much playing ball year round,
3: oh yeah, yeah, I didn't have any off season at all, yeah, I went from one to the next one, didn't have one and once the one season ended, I went to the training camp of the other one, and then spring training to the next one, but wasn't so. that tough on
2: your body? I mean that's a lot of
3: games. <laughs> it eventually caught up to me, and I had to decide <laughs> which one. I prefer well. I preferred baseball all along, so I, I stayed with the baseball. But it was uh, probably more mental. Uh, you didn't have a, the mental aspect of it was hard.
0: Not only did he play in the NBA and Major League Baseball, he also played for the Kentucky Colonels of the old ABA. He was pretty busy. <laughs> How good was Cotton Nash? Well, for that question, I went to Oscar Combs. Many people consider Oscar uh, somewhat of a historian, unofficial historian of UK sports. But Oscar, a longtime member of the media, he's seen a lot of UK players over the years. So I had a conversation with him about Cotton Nash. I think Cotton is often overlooked as
2: far as one of the all-time great in U.K. basketball history. People mention a lot of other names before they mention him. Where do you rank him as far as one of the all-time greats in the U.K.? Hey, it's, it's sort of like ranking Babe Ruth and Hank here. Uh, you got to remember, he played over 70 years ago here. Uh, he is overlooked. Uh, he was the leading scorer of all time up to when he led. But he was such an exciting player, and I think he was sort of, the beginning of the, of the new era of the up-and-down court player that you had later on in, uh, in Coach
0: Rupp's career. Cotton Nash, the ninth all-time leading scorer in U.K. basketball history, passed away just recently. That'll do it for the show this week. Thank you so much for being with me. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories.